What has happened, everyone? Welcome to episode 83 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I am your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today, we have a guest-entered topic. We have an awesome topic that was commented on one of my Instagram posts, post-show blues. I cannot believe we haven't talked about this yet. It's a fantastic episode inside. How do we deal with post-show blues? What are post-show blues? Why are you feeling the way you're feeling after your show is done? The task is completed. The mission is accomplished. Man, I'm excited to talk to you guys about this one. I really think it's going to help a lot of people, especially since so many shows have just recently ended and a lot of people's seasons just ended. Inside's going to be packed full of information. As always, please support our podcast sponsors. Go to Raw Nutrition. Try out that intro workout. Try out the burn. Oh my goodness, it is so good. Use code Mahaley there. Head over to Rive for all Revive for all of your health supplement needs. Use code Mahaley15 at checkout. Episode 83. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. Leave us five stars if you love us. I'll see you inside. Well, it's fucking cold as shit in Austin, Texas right now. We're wearing sweaters. We're literally wearing sweaters. If you're watching this on YouTube, if one of the people actually goes to YouTube and watches these. <laughs> one of the 35. One of the 35. You're going to see we have sweaters on. Eventually that YouTube will grow. I it it will. It will be, you know, we don't really push it. You know, no. we, we, we did YouTube for, why did we do YouTube? Just like the option. Well, it. it's, well, it's better to, well, we're going to have the clips. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. for Instagram, that's true. We film the whole thing. Yeah. And it just helps like the search engine. Yeah. The search engine optimization. They call yep. that SEO for those of you keeping score <laughs> at home. Probably just learned that. I literally, it really is just, show. we're just trying to streamline our way into that hundred million dollar deal. Essentially. That's what we're doing. That's Speaking we're doing. of the hundred million dollar yeah. deal guy, he's here in Austin, Texas. He's settled in. Um, did, did you notice he never said what city? Yeah. Well, I think. I think when someone, I think it kind of comes with the nature of like, I'm, I'm a high profile celebrity moving to Texas. Well, of course you're going to go to Austin. You're yeah, definitely not going to yeah, go to Houston. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely not going to San Antonio. I watched almost a full yeah. first episode in his new studio. Yeah. So if you go to Spotify, you go to Joe Rogan's and you know, profile, whatever. Yeah. And now the videos are within Spotify. So they're right? not on YouTube anymore. So they're going to take them out. Yeah. Wild. So, um, but the videos are now on Spotify. Okay. Right. The new ones, I think they're, they're back vlogging the rest i don't really know of course but you get to see it and the first guy he interviews i wish i remember his name but it was like one of the earlier podcasts okay uh guests and he lives in austin the, okay. the guest and joe never ever said tech austin he, said, he kept what? saying texas yeah at the very end because I, I wasn't sure i was like what if he just lives in one of these bumfuck little farm yeah. towns the guy says, welcome to Austin. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was like, okay. He called into Haley's work on Sunday when they were closed trying to get in. No way. Isn't that funny? Really? Yeah, yeah. And that funny little wow. voicemail and shit. Yeah, I think that's this super is, funny. Can you, what does that voicemail like? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, oh my God, this is Joe Rogan. I wonder if it's actually him though, or if it's like, you know, it was I'm, 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 what I'm, was Jamie? I'm assuming <laughs> Joe calls. Like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like he's a man's calls. man. Why, yeah, yeah, why would he, he have someone call for He's him? a man's man. He'll yeah. pick up the phone. He'll call. So Joe's, you know, he's in Austin, second best podcast here in the city. Um, honestly, Joe, great to have you, bud. Whenever you want Welcome. me on the pod, yeah, yeah let me know. Yeah. You know, it's, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. I'm not sure what I can offer you. <laughs> I, I mean, I can make you look really fucking good. We can put you in hyperdrive. We can put you in hyperdrive, bring you on over. Like, that'd be dope. Yeah. I'll personally train him. We'll bring, we'll bring a, a gorilla kettlebell in just to make him feel yeah. at home. Hell yeah, just to make him feel at <laughs> home. But he's like a part owner of Honor, right? He was a, he was an initial investor. I think he's out of it now. I don't know. Um, yeah. Man, that's a long drive from where he lives. Yeah. On it, there's yeah. no way he's going to on it. It's not, I mean, where we assume he lives, it's not that far. On Lake Austin. 
Yeah, probably 45, 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he just records his pods. He, he does his thing every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the NFL season starts tonight. Honestly, the weather feels very appropriate mm-hmm. for football season mm-hmm. starts tonight. So for those of you um, in, you know, colder climate areas listening, that's like, wow, wow, complaining about the weather. Look. When you're used to like hundreds all the time and it gets down to fucking 60, like low key, it's a little cold. Let's, let's clarify <laughs> when it was 95 the day before. It was 95 the day before. And then so it becomes 60. A yeah. vast change of um, environment yeah. down here. But honestly, I'd rather be 60 degrees in Austin than 60 degrees anywhere else in the fucking world. So good point. It's kind of nice. Yep. It, you know, it's way better. Usually around this time back home when I'm used to is like now, like now we start getting down to like the 40s and shit, mm-hmm. you know, where you're from as well. Yes. And yeah, that's just not like fun. snow hits. Yeah, 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 that's just not fun. Sometimes yeah. at night you got some flurries. And stuff. Oh, you wake dude, up and it's, it was green, then it was white, and you're like, yeah. "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, so, I'm, so yeah. oh man, me, my, my goal. You know how happy I'd be if I never had to see snow again in my life. I'd really? Be so fucking happy. Wow. Yeah, I just I hate it that much. I hate it so much. It just makes me feel like like it makes my joints achy. Yeah. It it you know it makes me feel like a little fucking pussy. There's a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a portion of it that I love because it is like beauty. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's pretty, right? It's, yeah. I want to take a picture of it. That's, Some of it's pretty, I guess. I, I mean, but you can't, it's not pretty in Ohio or no. Illinois or Missouri or Iowa. No, like it's all Colorado. slush and garbage. Yeah. It's shit. But with a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in, I mean, I've seen some cool pics of like Canada and stuff. Iceland be dope. where it looks dope. Canada would be dope. Yeah. yeah. But also like when you're flying to fucking Canada, you expect it to hit, right? Yeah. Like in fucking Ohio, it literally shouldn't be 71 day and then snowing the next yeah. day. Yeah. There's right? this dope place called Marine Lake that I would love to go to in Canada. In Canada. Yeah. Do you know what part? Um, fuck. I've never heard of Marine Lake. I don't know Canada very well either. I know there's like Toronto Upper, and like Vancouver and the east on the east side of the continent okay so yeah. so not far from new york or not far from the upper north i'm trying to think how, i'm trying to get in reference of where it is to the lakes we Michigan. have we have canadian followers like listening to this that are loling right oh now. my god yeah. <laughs> so yeah i hope you guys are having a fantastic week so far man it just everything just feels a little strange with the whole weather change and like somehow we're still in quarantine even though yeah, I'm not even going to touch on that one today. <laughs> Our Canadian listeners just totally laughed at me. I said East. It's it's no, East. It's the west. opposite. It's amazing. next to Calgary. Oh, okay. So Calgary's not East. I do know north that. North of Idaho. Okay. Now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so today we have a topic inspired by a follower of ours mm-hmm. who commented on one of my posts. Yep. Right. Do we have the follower's name? Yep. Natalie Earl. Natalie Earl. Natalie Earl commented on one of my posts and said, yo, you guys should do a podcast about post-show blues. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is a great fucking idea. Like, why did, why did, I, think why did I fucking think of that before? What the <laughs> yeah. hell? Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's like, like you try to go so deep for content. Yeah. Right. That um, you just like. You, you miss the fucking forest for the trees. Yep, there right? it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's, that's kind of what we do is sometimes it feels like there's pressure on us to talk about certain things. So we always are on the lookout for great topic ideas and great conversational uh, points that, that, that we want to be able to discuss with you guys. So post-show blues, very, very, very real thing. What is it? Well, if you've never heard of it, it is essentially like when competitors, you know, they, they work so hard. They're so driven to this one goal. 
They obsess over this goal, the work they put in for this goal. And now the show day's here and it's this huge high. It's this massive mm -hmm. serotonin release and this mm -hmm. massive dopamine release. And all your friends are there, your supporters. It's like a gathering of people who just want to see you fucking do really well. Mm -hmm. And you get on stage, you do the whole thing. You're glammed up, you're jacked, you're fucking shredded, you're tanned up, smell like fucking pro tan. Oh, that's my favorite smell <laughs> in the world, dude. I love it. Because I know where I'm at when I yep. smell some motherfucking pro tan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know some shit's about to go down. <laughs> so <laughs> is it, is it the same kind of smell in every venue? Um, yeah, yeah. Every really? venue, every bodybuilding venue kind of smells the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting, but sure. you know, what's funny is like, man, if I'm not thinking about it, I don't even really notice the smell anymore. Like yeah. You probably go in and be like, man, it smells like tan in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, post-show blues occur after the fact the show's done. Hopefully you fucking dominated. Hopefully you got what you came for and you're proud of what you brought to the stage. You celebrate with your friends and families, pictures, pictures, pictures. You know, you get off, you wash the tan off and you take your makeup off. If you're a female, well, I mean, males wear makeup on stage too. Sometimes um, you go out and you have your celebratory meal. You sacrifice so many meals for this goal and this achievement. And then you wake up the next morning. It's like, Oh fuck, it's done. When, Where's the next one? And, you know, there's might not be a next one in sight. Mm -hmm. But then time goes on. You try to get back to the gym. Motivation's lacking. You try to get back on your diet. Motivation's lacking. You try to hit your cardio. Motivation's lacking. You know, all you try to hit your water. Motivation's lacking. It's like the, the this massive high of dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, competitiveness, testosterone is just depleted you down to nothing. Is there is there any other um sport and i'm trying to think of things like swimming and stuff too yeah because my first thought is like basketball football you yeah know, there's a season but then you play a game yeah you either win or you lose you know but at least you know there's Eventually. another one coming yeah, absolutely, absolutely sometimes some competitors either stop yeah or they wait a whole year yeah to go again so you know it depends on the competitor at the pro level there's a lot of people who man they'll compete for five six months straight Oh, really? So, you know, okay. that's like longer than a season. Yeah. That's like longer than like a, like a, like a football season. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, at the national level, you know, you kind of, it depends where you're at. If you're a national level contender, mm -hmm. you know, you'll go in prep 16 weeks out from your first show. And you might go into that prep and you say, I'm not leaving this prep without a certain finish on national stage. It might be a pro card. Mm -hmm. Well, there's one in May. There's one in June. There's one in July. What if you don't get any of those pro cards? There's one in September. You've been prepping for six fucking months now. Yeah, but wouldn't you? And you've hit all these like, shows. Isn't that bad for you? Depends how healthy your body is. Okay. You know, it just depends on the individual. Yeah. There's bridges, right? After show one, you, you, you bridge, you reverse your diet a little bit. You pull out cardio, you pull out the training a little bit and you allow the body to recover and respond. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but then you get back pedal to the metal to be better for show two. And then if you need to do it again for show three, do it for show three. So it's, it's about manipulating the physique. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, now some people, you know, if you really run yourself into the ground for one fucking show, then yeah, you know, that's probably going to be it. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be your only fucking shot. So it, it just depends on the person. Mm -hmm. I mean, it depends on the protocols leading into that show, essentially. So we come out of the show difficult to do anything. It's called post-show blues. All right. And I want to talk to you guys how to mitigate that. The number one step is, is 
immediately following the show, you need to have more tangible goals, right? Let's say you go into a show, you don't do the way that you wanted to respond or you don't place as well as you wanted to, or you don't look the way you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck dude, honestly, the goal is real simple. I need to improve. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the judges feedback, you send it, you talk it over with your coach, you game plan with your coach. Where do I need to improve? How am I going to improve here? There's something that I need to do to get better. So the next time I'm on stage, I don't feel disappointed um, or think, what could have been, you know? So we pull out of that. Now our number one focus, our entire, our, our, our whole focus is based on improvements. I need to bring up my glutes. All right. You got to bring up your glutes. Let's assess your squat form. Let's assess how your leg pressing. Let's assess how your hip thrusting. Let's assess how your RDLing. Let's make sure all these things are perfect. Let's overload on these movements every single week. Bring up your delts. Fuck. Great. Uh, how are you military pressing? How's, how's your dumbbell shoulder presses look? Are we not having enough range of motion here? How's the lateral raises? Are we bringing it in too far before we swing it back out? What are we doing here? We, we're going to assess all these exercise movement patterns. We're going to make sure they're good and, and fitting for the goal we have here. Right. So, you know, whatever the goal is, when your soul, uh, outlook needs to be improvements, pretty easy goal to set. Mm -hmm. I need to overload every single week on these muscle groups. Yeah. And, and I should probably, um, I, I need to break down the way that I'm training these muscle groups and I need to improve upon the execution and obviously the load that I'm bearing and, and, you know, every single week, just improve how much weight we are using mm -hmm. there or the execution of it. We, you know, the, how some way, one way or another, we just apply more tension, more stimulus to that muscle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, that one's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, what if your goal, I'm going to turn IFBB pro, you get first call out, you don't get the pro card, you go to the next show, first call, no pro card, next show. You're already right there, right? You're getting consistent first call outs at the national level. You are a breakaway from being an IFBB pro. Mm -hmm. the, how do we make that break fall in our favor next time? What is it we need to improve on? Um, like Anna Kate yeah, right now, yeah. like it's not like she has all these fucking improvements in the image. She just needs to bring up her hamstrings and glutes. Yeah. Okay. And so you, all you do is bring up hamstrings, and glutes, keep everything else balanced as you bring these up. Um, you know, what if they come back to you with your presentation? What if they come out with your posing, mm -hmm. you know, AK and her posing when she was on stage leaned forward a little bit too much in her back pose. We need to fix that, correct that and practice it till we can't get it wrong. Right. So. These are kind of things that more top level national folks, you know, look at where mm -hmm. a men's bodybuilding, um, you know, Nick Walker last year for USA is there like you need more abdominal control. You were losing your abdomen in between the poses, right? You need more stability. Um, you need more stamina within the poses. Mm -hmm. uh, you just need to have overall more control of your physique, right? Well, what did he do in North Americans? He showed up and he had extreme control over his physique and had yeah. one of the more dominating wins that we've ever seen. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like so, uh, Ian Valeri too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian Ian just came in off in his first show. Yeah, he was just he was just very off. And yeah. I'm not sure why or what happened there. I still didn't really think he was completely on his second show. Man, he he does kind of focus a lot on the negativity. Um, it, I just saw the so the speaking of the blues. Yeah, you know after he I don't I don't remember what place he got on the the first one. Yeah, he got second. He got second. Okay, yeah. so he was like distraught. He yeah. was like, I let my fan, like I let everybody down. Yeah, you he know, was it, definitely it supposed him. to win that. It hit him. Yeah. And then it seemed like, I did not watch this show because I think we were watching We were Nick. watching Nick. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But based on social media, it seemed like he just came out swinging that time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I still think he just focuses a lot on what other people say. And I think that still holds him back. Mm. It, it, it holds him back, I think, from, you know, he's a way better bodybuilder than I am. Mm-hmm. There's a chance he's probably a better bodybuilder than I'll ever be. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much ambition I have to, like, be consistent when he's approaches, you know. Yeah. And but, you know, from a professional standpoint, man, you know. People are going to hate, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a really good sign if people are hating. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, um, you know, I, I think he's still being held back somewhat by something, but I, I think we're going to get his best on the Olympia stage. This year. Yeah. I yeah. really, really do. And I think well, he'll battle, you know, he'll battle for like the top eight. He's got the the momentum now. He does. He yeah. does. He got that win. He got, a, I mean, that's the newer pro is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes Olympia, Arnold, New York pro. Mm-hmm. Like, third biggest show yeah you know um so yeah it's 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 very big i was definitely excited for him that he got that um so you know we'll see his best at the olympia but you come out of the show and right away the number one item for minimizing or mitigating post-show blues you have to have concrete goals we can't just have abstract goals well i need to get stronger well i need to be better well, what's that mean? We have to have concrete things. We're going to practice posing every single day, right? In your suit and heels. We're going to train, you know, this amount of times a week, with this body part, this amount of times a week. I'm going to hit my diet every single day. Um, that's, that's another big one is coming out of the show. I think like this is my number two, get right back on track. Mm-hmm. So how I handle the show with my athletes is obviously, you know, we have show days, constant communication, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. After the show's over, go have a meal that you enjoy. Right. We're going to hydrate first. Fuck tons of water and fuck tons of electrolytes. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Get yourself hydrated, especially if you did a water manipulation. You have to hydrate first before you even think about food. Right. The first thing you eat, I do not want it to fucking be sweets. Your palate is so hypersensitive at this point that, man, if the precedent you set is eating sweets mm-hmm. or you wake up in the morning, you eat sweets. I've talked to about this on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you're, you're now kind of going to fall into that trap of the, that's what your palate wants. That's what your palate's craving because that's yeah. what you gave it right away. And everybody goes for the, everyone sweets. goes for the sweets, dude. It's I'm, almost become an Instagram I'm cliche. My clients. Yeah. I, I, I don't like that shit. Yeah. I don't like that. Let's go get a burger. Like, yeah. let's go get a fucking burger and some fries. Yeah. Like, man, do you really want to like, like if that's really you sugar, you yeah, fat. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> seriously, one can actually help you right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so get really fucking hydrated. Try to save the sweets for after your meal. So we're going to have a meal. We're going to eat till we're satiated. We're not going to eat till we're full. You have to understand your ghrelin signaling and your leptin signaling are so fucked up. I mean, your ghrelin is so high. You're going to be a bottomless pit. There's mm-hmm. not going to be food that makes you fucking feel full. You're not going to feel full eat until you're satiated until you're just okay is that how you say that word satiated yeah i thought it was satiated 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 i say satiated <laughs> i think it's gotta be satiated dude i say satiated, satiated. you've yeah. been satiated yeah satiated sounds like a the end of it but game. if you if you so s-a-t-i-a-t the fuck I fuck satiated i don't know satiated. that's what i, I thought I, it was i, I, I kind of like them both i bet it's like um i bet it's one of those you can pronounce either way some English teacher. Someone tell us. So, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's definitely satiety. I want to know if I'm right on this. Give one. me some confirmation bias. <laughs> <laughs> so just eat until you feel okay. You're good. You don't need anymore. 
right? If you eat to your full, you're already setting yourself up for a very, very miserable time post-show. Mm-hmm. And you, if, I mean, if you start, if you set yourself up for failure by doing that, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've seen it so many times mm-hmm. Not with my team. Truthfully, I'm really fucking lucky that I haven't seen it with my team. Mm-hmm. And I say very hard on my guys and girls after a stage. Like, you know, we do mental checkups, mm-hmm. you know, we talk almost daily. Mm-hmm. Um, if something needs adjusted, we're going to figure it out with the check-in, um, all that stuff. Okay. So you should definitely set yourself up for success. Have a meal, eat so you're good. Have the sweets long after that meal. Let's go for some walks. Let's go explore the town a little bit. Let's keep drinking water. And then we can have some sweets later on that night. Again, if you fucking eat sweets, you're full. You're setting yourself up for extreme failure, right? So especially when you're in that state, if you start vastly overfeeding in that state, remember we had to talk about the adipocytes. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you what are you going to contribute to right now, right away? Your body is so fucking lean in a place where it doesn't want to be it's in there. You're going to give it a shit ton of excess calories. Yeah. Like it's going to shuttle all that shit. Yeah. Like I'm not saying it's all going to be sort of fat or anything like that, but man, a lot, it, it has a propensity. Your physiology has a high propensity to want to store that as body fat. Well, it's because you're in that deficit, right? It's a huge fight deficit. Flight at that yeah. Point. Yeah. Extremely sympathetic. Scene. Yeah. Um, so have a plan, execute the plan when you get off stage right into protocols, right into it. If Sunday you're going to train, if show Saturday, Sunday, you're going to train, let's go hit that session. All right. Personally, I usually have my clients take time off my, my, my natural level clients, because mm-hmm. we have to push so hard to get in that shape. So I want you to take like a week off training, cardio, all that stuff. We're, we're going to track, mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, be on our food, but we're going to take some time away. Okay. And we just need to, we just need to rest. We need to recoup. We need to recover. If you're someone, you know, you did a state regional level show, you need to improve, uh, you know, whatever you need to improve on commonly. I mean, it's, it's person to person, but within one to three days, we'll probably be back in the gym training, mm-hmm. right? We, we got to improve. We got to fucking get better. Yeah. Um, Nick, Nick was in the gym the day of. Yeah. Yeah. Day yeah. Fucking of. Yeah. He was, Wow. um, you know, he, he, they felt he could handle it and yeah. he was like ready to go. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. The, photo shoot yep yeah isn't that dope so big item here those pull back stressors all right personally man and almost 90 percent of my clients after the show i pull cardio all the way out all the way out down to fucking zero i push food back to a place that would be you know higher than what we were dieting on but a place that's not going to accrue a shit ton of body fat and and you know we try to always keep digestion in mind here as well right why do I pull cardio all the way down? Why do I push food higher than probably most people do? Well, if you have an extreme homeostatic change that occurs right away, what's it going to lead to? It's going to lead to a very quick adaptation. Your body's going to have to respond very, very, very quickly. So body is a pretty fucking smart vessel, right? It understands it's been through a lot. Now, like you're two days off of doing any activity other than hitting steps and your food's up higher. Well, your body's starting to realize, oh, wait, is it done? Mm -hmm. Is it done? Is it over? Whereas, you know, you could have your food a little bit lower. You're still doing cardio, trying to not get fat post show and all that stuff. And we still have stressors. Mm -hmm. This is something that the thyroid actively responds to. Is something that our nervous system actively responds to. Our our endocrine system, everything responds directly to this, right? But now we're going to pull it all back. We let the body know, hey, it's okay. You know, I'm feeding you now. I'm taking care of you now. I've got you. I'm making sure that you're taken care of and, and you know, you can recover, you can heal mm-hmm. day three. You're going to feel better day four. You're going to feel better day five. You're going to feel better. No cardio. 
food at a good point. Maybe we start getting back into the gym around day six, seven or eight or something like that. We start training again and your body starting now realizes more than anything at this point, your thyroid, mm-hmm. it's your thyroid response. Oh shit. I don't have output from anything other than me. So I kind of need to fucking keep, I, I need to kick it in gear. Right. If you use thyroid medication, uh, thyroid, um, simulated hormone leading going into the show, uh, you know, tapering that down is going to be very beneficial. Uh, don't ever just, you know, pull off or come off right away. We want to taper that down to a dose that's lower than your normal output. We want to start taking something like a thyroid boost. It's going to start pushing that thyroid to, you know, force it to kind of activate again. Cause just like, you know, just like testosterone, you inject testosterone into your body, your body stops making as much natural testosterone, right? Same thing happens with your thyroid. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't use any thyroid medication going into the show, then, you know, it's, it's going to start bouncing back and it's going to start, you know, moving and improving, not saying one's better than the other. It's just, it's case by case dependent. It depends on what you fucking need to get in shape. Right. So we pull back the stressors. We take the time off, but this also kind of puts your body into a hypersensitive state again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm being fed. Now my endocrine system has enough nutrients available to be able to jumpstart. My thyroid understands that it has to respond to the nutrients available because I'm not relying on an hour of cardio a day mm-hmm. uh, to burn energy. And I can sleep at night because I have energy to or I'm, I'm in a parasympathetic state now or I can get into a parasympathetic state now. I can digest, utilize nutrients better because I'm in a parasympathetic state. So your body's keeping track of all these things, but you're still not in the gym. Mm-hmm. So then you get back in the gym and do this hypersensitive. Yeah. That's when our rebound phase starts. That's when we start really fucking pushing the training mm-hmm. overload, overload, overload. Every single session gets stronger. We get better. We get bigger. We get better. So the next time we're on stage, we're a vastly improved vessel from the previous time we were on stage. Mm-hmm. That should be the goal. The goal of bodybuilding is continual improvements over time. It's not to be a finished product right away. It's not really to be a finished product anytime soon, unless you're nearing the end of your journey. The goal of bodybuilding is constant improvement. If you get on stage and you don't look hella fucking different than you did last time. Mm-hmm. What the fuck were you doing? You fucked something up. Mm-hmm. You fucked the post show rebound up. You fucked the training up. You fucked the stress mitigation up. The f- did you fuck yourself up and you not dig, dig back out of that hole from your thyroid, mm-hmm. from your endocrine system, what, whatever it was. Yeah. You fucked something up for you to not fucking improve at all. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we need goals right away. That's why we need structure right away. Because let me tell you, and every single person says it's not going to be them. How are y'all bikini girls? Seven days post show, 30 pounds up. Not on my fucking team. Does that happen? Oh my God. Is that common? Oh my God. Really? And then the next the year, body will respond yeah, that fast. Yeah. And then, Damn. and then, and then in six fucking months, they're still trying to fix it. They're still yeah. fucking 20 pounds up. Messed up all the, yeah. Cause they the fucked everything, everything up yeah. so bad. Yeah. You want to cause an extreme hormonal cascade. You want to cause fluctuations that you're not going and your coach is not going to be able to fucking handle yeah. that blood work. Isn't even going to be able to pick up on. Go do that. Go blow up fucking 10 pounds in a week, 20 pounds, 30 pounds in a week. You should, a bikini girl should never be 30 pounds every stage. So, so what about, let's say how far are the, between shows is AK's first and second? Um, here with me, three weeks, three weeks. Okay. Yeah. This year. So let's say, and this is hypothetical here. Yeah. We got three weeks yeah. to improve and I need to work on I mean, my shoulders need to be bigger. Yeah. Right. Well, what if they're, how do I know if my shoulders just aren't, muscular enough yeah. to be in that three week window 
do, is it who you compare yourself to on on stage at the time? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, we go off the judges feedback, but honestly, I think judges feedback is commonly pretty fucking whack. Yeah. Um, so I usually just pull lineups Yeah. Um, like with my my pro clients that I have. I pull lineups from the top five at the most recent pro show. Yeah. And it's like here we do a side by side in all the poses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're side by side of your pose next to next to her pose. And it helps you analyze. So OK, like, you're way too you're way smaller. Yeah. And we might need more time. The judges could have told us something, but the way you ju- just judged this show could have been vastly different yeah right okay so that's you know it, i kind of base it off of the comparisons of what's going on at the national level shows and mm-hmm. npc and then the most recent ifbb shows mm-hmm. um i take the judges feedback sure. there, there's about sure. three or four judges that when they get feedback i listen but everyone else's is pretty fucking standard mm-hmm. right it's it's pretty whack yeah. to be quite frank with you okay uh, but you know they're also you know they're, they got to send feedback to what 200 bikini girls like it's just it's copy and paste so a good assumption is the lineup yeah. 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 Look, look at what's going on. What's being rewarded on the national level. Compare your physique to that. Um, That's and, a good, I never and, even thought about that. Yeah. Side by sides of yourself and then someone else on the stage. Who's absolutely. Like a similar height and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go find your height class <clears throat> side by side with your stage shots. Don't use your fucking best lighting pictures. I like, don't try to flatter yourself. It's <laughs> like to learn. This is yeah. Improve from right. Use your stage shots next to their stage shots. Where are they better? Um, where do you need to get better? And then we attack and we focus on those points, mm-hmm. right? Um, so force the extreme homeostatic change, quick adaptation, create new goals, but put meaning behind them. The meaning always needs to translate to improvements. Okay. I don't care if your next show's in three weeks, three months, three years. So we need to fucking improve, right? That needs to be where our goal is. But we're also in this post-show phase to get healthy. If you're a good competitor, if you were truly good on stage, mm-hmm. like if you were lean, if you were fucking, if you were ready for your division on stage and you probably were not in a very healthy place there, we have to regain this health. I've talked about the endocrine system. I've talked about your digestive system, your nervous system. All these things need a break, but they need healed as well. Just a break isn't good enough. They have to be healed and they have to get better and have to improve to be able to better serve you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we're not focusing on that, so uh, blood work super ideal for enhanced athletes. We we really need blood work at some point. We have to get that at some point. Once you're off cycle, once you're you know a couple weeks removed from cycle, I want to see where things are at here, and we're gonna fix and we're gonna address them. Before you can do your next cycle, we have to have it all good. Pierre, we we just truly we just fucking have to have it all good. All right, we're not gonna push a broken system. Okay, so where are we there? How's our relationship with ourselves and our food? You know, let's check that out. Um, you know, contest prep is a struggle. Being like getting in shape is a struggle. It's hard and it, may, it will make you view, view food differently. Now, this doesn't mean that everyone who competes has a fucking eating disorder. It doesn't mean everyone who competes has fucking problems coming out with it. But there's going to be some elements of struggles mm-hmm. there. And you need to have extreme communication with your coach there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why you should have check-ins. Uh, now, you know, you don't need to message your coach every day freaking out about something. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless it's that fucking urgent. Yeah. I, you know, commonly it's not. So you need like be able to fucking control yourself too. Uh, but, you know, understand where and when your coach can serve you and can help you, you know, utilize them, have extreme communication and like, don't expect to be healed within a week. Right. If you like right away, we should be perfect. You should have that post-show meal Sunday, Saturday night. You should have a breakfast Sunday. At least if, if you're my clients, that's what we do. Post-show meal, breakfast Sunday. Eat until 
satiated <laughs> drink a shit ton of water and then after that we're back on track dude yeah we have to get back on track right away mm-hmm. because if you just go all day sunday fucking off doing whatever oh my god your last six fucking meals are setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. like get back on track get back into execution let's go do you like, think it's fairly common i'm assuming the answer is yes here but do you think it's fairly common that most people kind of feel like they can take a little yeah, vacation they do yeah they do and then they're up 30 fucking pounds yeah and it's like how'd you get fucking fat yeah even if they don't probably like you know eat too much shit yeah i'm assuming that that lack of discipline in the in the gym setting or like yeah. in preparate preparing yourself for a gym setting yeah puts you off a little bit it 100 percent does but people don't want to eat wholesome foods post-show because they feel like they've restricted themselves for so long like i need to break if you view bodybuilding that way you really should pick up another sport and i mean that yeah. i truly mean yeah. that like if you feel you restricted yourself <laughs> from things and i have to make up for it post prep i truly believe you should find another sport and you should attack that sport with your passion yeah because bodybuilding dude your improvement season starts the next fucking day i i'm here to coach winners i'm here to produce champions and fuck for myself i'm here to fucking win too i mean like, co- Kobe at what Kobe is at 4 a.m. in his yeah. fucking pajamas. Yeah. Shooting shots. Yeah. Before yeah. before a uh, conference finals game or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you like you should obsess over the improvements. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, I see in the bikini division so much more than anywhere else. And, you know, because the bikini division also it does. I mean, dude, no offense. Women, y'all know this. Y'all know this shit. That's the most clout chasing division there is. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of bikini girls are only bikini girls because they just want the clout. Mm-hmm. And that might rub some people the wrong way. But y'all know it's true. And I don't deal with that personally. Like on my roster, I don't fucking deal with that shit. I have I have zero of those girls. Like I obviously don't attract those people to be my clients. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not the coach for them. But that's where the clout is chased. And oh my goodness, you know I went so hard. Like no cheat meals for 12 weeks and stuff. Man, if you're focused on your next fucking cheat meal, you're it's not gonna Instagram pick. <laughs> yeah, like if you're good at this sport, when you're always focused on your next cheat meal, or you think that the sacrifice is so terrible, it's by pure luck. Yeah, truly, you got great genetics. You might train a little bit hard in the gym. Congratulations, but it's it's by pure luck. That's not what bodybuilding is all about. Yeah. Okay. And fuck, dude. Um, honestly, if you didn't win, what's there to celebrate? Dude, That's what old, I've always been. I, I forgot about. to tell you this. Yeah. I have an old friend, very old friend. Yeah. Like back when I lived in that small farm town. Yeah. Not my, not Quincy. And uh, she competed and she competed for one of those competed for yourself kind of thing. Absolutely. And she, like, she looked good. Like, Absolutely. she looked, she would look good on the beach or whatever, but yeah. like, she competed against people who were actually bodybuilding. Yeah. And, I felt really bad because I saw a picture of her and I thought, man, she did not rebound very well. She didn't. She didn't do because the, the intention was yep. not to be a long term bodybuilder. The yep. intention was, it seems like to step on stage yep. one time. Yep. And then probably a coach, she probably either a quote unquote coach yep. or someone just didn't know what they were doing and screwed up her thyroid, give her the bad yep. advice, whatever. That's going to fuck your health up long term worse than anything bodybuilding can do. Yeah. Like these constant severe fluctuations on the scale yeah man that shit's awful Mm -hmm. that shit is so fucking bad for you i would love to know now knowing you know getting a peek inside of your protocols team and just kind of in general um i would love to know now what she got yeah what other other women like her get and who they get them from and what their thought process is i just think it's kind of a lack of accountability right because coaches i think kind of view like they they check the box right Mm -hmm. like all right well that's done Mm -hmm. well 
I kind of carry it over mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, there's a step that was accomplished, but like we have a bigger step here. Like you tell me you want to be an IFBB pro. Honestly, the state level show means nothing. Yeah. We should have shown it's, up. It's we should have dominated. <laughs> it's a requirement. Yeah. And so now we move on to the next challenge mm-hmm. the next chapter, right? It's like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of, you know, coaches kind of lose the accountability after a show and they're just like, all right, you know, message me on your check-in day. And then it's mm-hmm. like, there's no communication between then check-in day comes and they're already up eight pounds. Yeah. And then the next check-in day comes, you know, they tell them like, Hey, you know, Know, like let's calm it down a little bit and the next check-in day comes up 13 pounds yeah and the next check-in day comes and all of a sudden they're up 16 pounds and then it's a month post show they're up 22 fucking pounds and it's like well you know they never care enough to be like all right look like literally this is what's going to happen you want to yeah. hear what's going to fucking happen you are about to downregulate your thyroid so fucking far because you are just wrecking your digestive system with mm-hmm. awful foods right now no fucking wholesome foods you're mm-hmm. not doing any cardio you're not fucking hitting your training sessions hard you're not following any sort of macros you're giving your ghrelin and your leptin completely different fucking signals they have no idea what's going on there's no structure in your life your endocrine system still fucking tanks probably more tanked than it was prior because your body's so confused what the fuck it's going right now, mm-hmm. like what direction it's headed. Yeah. So congratulations. You're a month post show and you're less healthy than you were on stage. Yeah. Like that's not where you want to fucking be. Yeah. Right. You want to talk about post show blues. That's going to make you fucking sad. That's, but yeah. dude, someone sends me a check in post show. If you're up more than three pounds in that time, no, we're, you need to get it the fuck together. Yeah. You better fucking pull it together right now. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Scott, that next check-in, that next check-in, they will not be up 0.1 on that scale. It yeah. will be down or it'll be the same. That's, that's red flag number one. Oh, yeah. Is it oh, decent jumping in? Oh, def- poundage? Yeah. definitely. Because you weren't eating your fucking food. Yeah. You were trying to have fun and make up for lost time. Mm-hmm. So hit wholesome foods. Remember, like I said, your palate is very adaptable right now. If you keep feeding sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet, you're going to get that dopamine release. You're going to keep pushing for that dopamine release. Eat wholesome foods if you want to have treats save it for after a fucking meal make sure you don't get extremely full during your meal eat until you're just comfortable have a sweet on top of it boom you're fucking fine you're repairing your body from the inside out do you want it to be repaired with sugar cookies or do you want it to be repaired with fucking meat with vegetables with grains with fruit what do you want your post-show health to look like your food choices literally dictate that immediately. When you're chasing that dopamine response is going to yield to really poor decisions. There's people who make purchases post show. They probably shouldn't fucking be making. <laughs> I mean, there, there are, you know, they're, they're looking for the next hit. Yeah. They need that next fucking high. Yeah. So what I want you guys to understand post show blues, super, super, super normal. You're going to get a little bit sad realizing that the goal, the next goal is really far away. You're going to get a little bit sad knowing that the the beauty and the pageantry and the thrill and the excitement of show day is now behind you. But that's one. If you improve right now, if you do the things that it takes to improve right now, your next show day is going to be exponentially greater than this show day Mm -hmm. because you could win or you could be the overall champion. Or he get a national stage first call out or he can become an IFBB pro. I mean, how cool is that? But you set that precedent based immediately post show what you're doing. So you're going to be sad that it's gone. We immediately move on to the next goal. Have concrete and hard goals in mind and do whatever it takes to attack them at your healthiest and the most optimal way possible. Everyone goes through post-show blues. Everyone's feeling the same way. Everyone has a distorted image of themselves because the lines start to blur or things start to fade a little bit. Dude, you look fucking fine. You look good. All right. Just give yourself time. Be patient with yourself. Okay. This is a nature of the beast. 
and keep the number one goal at the forefront. We have to get healthy. We need to get healthy. And the only way we ever improve on that show day that you lust for so much is if we get healthy first and then we attack the improvement second. Post Show Blues, episode 83. I really hope this helps you guys. We'll see you next time. Hold on.